Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to Cavs HQ presented by Betway. Thank you for joining us on the Cavaliers Audioverse. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Alcorn and Jim Jones. A pleasant good evening, everyone. This is Cavs HQ presented by Vetway right here on the Cavaliers Audioverse. Alongside Jim Jones, this is John Michael filling in for Tim Alcorn. Thanks for spending some time with us here this evening. Jimmy, how about the Cavaliers able to bounce back a Cavs team that had won seven straight heading into the All-Star break. They lose the final game before the break to Philadelphia. They hit the three-game slide, but what a response by this Cavalier team last night as the Cavs were able to step up and get back on the winning track. I agree with you, John. What they found is a, a way to be resilient, and a lot of times nothing more than just getting the experience and getting that feeling in your gut that this is a game, this is a must game. We say that all through the season, but nothing could have been more true than the other night. Cavaliers victorious over the Raptors, a Raptors team which had beat the Cavaliers three straight times earlier this season. The Cavs straight ahead head into Boston for a meeting with the top team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, You know, it's been interesting, Jim. The Cavaliers have been winning a lot of games, but the three teams north of the Cavs, they keep winning, too. I mean, the Celtics <laughs> staying in the top spot. The Bucks have won 14 in a row. Yep. The Celtics are still in first place. Uh, the Sixers have been going at a really nice clip as well. I think that the good thing for the Cavs, Jim, is during that seven-game winning streak, while they weren't making up a lot of ground on the three teams in front of them, the teams in their rearview mirror, maybe more importantly, were dropping off as the Cavs. Yeah, you know, I think originally we're thinking – Hey, if we get a top six spot, we guarantee ourselves in the playoffs. Wonderful. Now we get a little greedy, don't we, Jim? We want them to stay top four. Yeah, well, I was thinking about top three. <laughs> I'm greedy, John. I mean, I'm I'm always looking up. You know, when, when you blow out a candle, the smoke goes up. You know, you know, you know, so I'm always looking for three. That may not be attainable. But we've got one more game against the Sixers, you know, and uh, let's make it worthwhile. Let's see if we can get back on another winning streak. Definitely going to be fun the rest of the way. Going to be fun on this show as well. Straight ahead, Chris Fedor, beat reporter for Cleveland.com. We'll talk a little bit, Cavs, but we're going to talk mostly 
NBA and the awards that are coming up. It's about that time. The voting will start to take place for the MVP league or the NBA, I should say, league-wide awards. Uh, and we'll visit with Chris about that. And in the second half of the show, our good friend Cornbread, Jim Cedric Maxwell, will be joining us. We'll talk Cavaliers and Celtics. That's all straight ahead right here on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Audioverse. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. We welcome you back to Cavs HQ alongside Cavalier legend Jim Jones. This is John Michael filling in for Tim Elkhorn. Great to have you with us here this evening. Jimmy, you ready for our special guest here in the first half of the show? It's Chris Fedor. Well, you're building him up. You said special <laughs> guest, John. You know, we've known Chris since he started. In fact, we knew him before he got married, then he got married, and now he's got a newborn. So he's the old Chris Fedor, but he always has new information. That's what I love. <laughs> new responsibilities with the family, new information. Chris, welcome, my friend. Thanks, guys. What's going on? We are terrific. Chris, let's go national first, right? We talk Cavs a lot on this show, but let's talk national. You have votes, right? You have yep. media votes, and they spread them around MVP, most improved, the, the defensive teams. You get various votes every season. Let's start with a big one. Let's start MVP. You know, a lot of folks think that Nick Jokic has an inside track on making this a three-peat. What do you say? I think so, too, guys. Um, it's hard for me. Look, I understand that every single year there are going to be really good candidates, and this year there are really good candidates as well. And it's so difficult because as a voter, you're only allowed to put five names on your ballot and rank them one through five. Yeah. So you're leaving somebody off that obviously deserves to be on there. And you feel horrible about it. 
but that's just part of the gig, right? So for Jokic, I understand the argument for Embiid. I understand the argument for Giannis. And both of those cases are very, very strong. But Jokic, in terms of every every metric that is supposed to be designed to measure a guy's on-court impact and his value towards winning, Jokic is at the top of them. And it's hard for me to overlook the fact that Denver is number one in the Western Conference and Jokic is doing things that we've never seen before in NBA history. Yeah, Chris, I agree with you. Quick follow-up here. You know, last season to me, it seemed like a two-horse race, right? Between right. Joel Embiid and Nick Jokic. And to me, you know, to see what Embiid did with no Ben Simmons and before James Harden came aboard, he kept that team afloat the entire time. That said, you can almost make the same argument yep. in Denver for Jokic because Murray wasn't back yet. They went long stretches without a supporting cast. I'm curious. To me, I thought Embiid had a, just the slightest of edges last season. It was Jokic, of course, who won his second straight. Did you have an MVP vote, and who did you go with last year? I did have an MVP vote last year, guys, and I went with Jokic as well. It's interesting because I think no matter how you want to define MVP, and I think it's ambiguous for a reason, it sparks a lot of debate. Yeah. It doesn't give specific guidelines to voters. It gives them more flexibility to figure it out on their own and determine the things that matter most to them. But I just think like of all the different uh, definitions for MVP that, that we've heard in the past, like Jokic hits every single one of them. He's the best player on the best team in the Western Conference. He's putting up gaudy stats on a nightly basis. So it's just like whatever your definition of most valuable player is, and if you want to point to value, like he defines MVP this year in every single definition. Yeah, well, I guess the definitions have really been written out for us with, from an analytic approach. <laughs> and uh, I really didn't want to vote for him. I really wanted to vote for Embiid. Yeah. But the dominance of his play, man, I don't know how you can say he's not. I do want to make a reference point, and that reference point is that his team plays through him. So he's going right. to get the amount of touches necessary to be successful. And we all know that this new NBA is not dedicated or has a foundation of playing defense. So it's a different type of game. The only thing that I have a problem with is when they compare him to Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, and all those guys, because the game was totally different. But I guess our fans don't know that. But Jokic deserves it. He really does. I had picked Dunchik early in the year. Then he started having all these <laughs> illnesses and hurts. And, uh, and Jokic deserves it. I watched him play last night. And uh, their style of play, they could win a championship. Yeah, and they could win a championship. And I would say that if you look at the other pieces around him, yes. he's not playing with James Harden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jamal Murray is probably the second best player for the Nuggets. And he's still not fully right coming off the injury that he's coming off of. So Jokic has had to carry more of a load. And he's had to be more important for Denver's success. And Aaron Gordon has had a really good year as well, and he was getting some all-star consideration. But, like, that's Jokic's team. Like, everything runs through him. And and their success, the fact that they are the number one seed in the Western Conference, is in large part tied to him. And if you take him off that team, I just think the way that they would function offensively and defensively is so different 
that you're talking the difference between probably the top seed in the Western Conference and a team that would be fighting for a play-in tournament spot. And I just don't have that same kind of feeling when it comes to the 76ers because of all their high-priced players, because of what their other stars have accomplished in past years, and things along those lines. Yeah, I don't have a problem with his offense, but his defense a lot to be desired. I guess you can't have it all. But, you know, the other thing is uh, is their bench. I mean, they've got Reggie Jackson, Thomas Bryant, who was probably the second-best Laker when uh, Davis was out. And then they messed around, and they got a rejuvenated uh, Jeff Green. I mean, that's a pretty potent bench. That's why I think they've got a shot. Is because when they rest people, you know, they won't get that lag, you know, you know that lag where they don't mm. score and teams catch up. I just think they're greatly improved. I also think they have a shot, guys, because the Western Conference is so wide open. And I understand Phoenix went out at the trade deadline and they brought in Kevin Durant and the level of talent that the Suns have with KD, with Booker, with Chris Paul, with DeAndre Ayton. It's tough to deal with that in a seven game series especially when we've seen KD just take over seven-game series in past years, and that's what the Suns are banking on. But there are questions about how those guys are going to play together, when KD is going to get back healthy, how effective he's going to be coming off this knee injury. And I just feel like if you look in the Western Conference, it's very wide open, and the standings can fluctuate based on one bad week or one great week. And when you're talking about the Nuggets and they have somebody the caliber of Jokic who could be a three-time MVP, a back-to-back-to-back MVP, that team's going to have a shot in a seven-game series against anybody, including Phoenix with all their star power. It really is going to be interesting. And I I don't think there's any question that that the award is Jokic's to win this season in terms of MVP. The thing, too, about Phoenix, guys, they do not have a lot of time to get this together, you know? You look at what the Cavs did with Donovan Mitchell, they've had 50 or 60 games now, and we've seen this. It's been expected that it's going to take a while for all of this to gel. Teams that make moves at the trade deadline don't have that luxury, and when you look at the injury history in Phoenix, they're rolling the dice. It's going to be interesting, going to be fun. I agree, Chris. I think it's more wide open in the West than we've seen in a long, long time. Let's change gears. I think in terms of rookie of the year, we'll just touch on this. I follow <laughs> Bancaro, I think, is head and shoulders. It's a two-man race. Ben Matherin is making it close, I think, in Indy. But Bancaro has been just so good in Orlando all season long. He's already got an NBA-ready body after only yeah. one season uh, in the collegiate ranks. Let's talk defensive player of the year, Chris, right? I mean, yeah. Rudy Gobert is not in the running anymore. Marcus Smart is the incumbent. I don't think it's Smart's award to win this season. And you want to talk about a wide open race. It's really interesting in terms of defensive player of the year. It really is. And I think too many voters are overlooking Mobley and Jared Allen. And I understand like it's difficult for some voters to figure out, okay, are the Cavs one of the best defenses in the NBA because of Evan Mobley? Are they one of the best defenses in the NBA because of Jared Allen? Like, do the two guys take votes away from each other? I just think those guys should not be overlooked because of what they do for the Cavs defense on a nightly basis and a possession to possession basis. In saying all of that, Jaron Jackson Jr., since coming back from injury for Memphis and Memphis has the the second best defense in the NBA. Boy, it's hard to overlook his impact and, and what he's done for that defense for the Grizzlies. You know, they've been known 
for a number of years as a high-flying, up-tempo, fast-break, offensive-minded team. And Jaron Jackson Jr., his steals, his blocks, the shot alterations that he has, when they come, end-of-game situations, the number of guys that he can guard in switch situations, he can also protect the paint. Boy, it's hard to overlook him, even though he is kind of like foul-prone. Yeah, yeah, I like Jackson. I like that Brooke Lopez is finally getting some, you know, well-earned recognition on, on that end of the floor. You know, everybody talks about how he's transformed his game. He can shoot the three offensively. But, man, you're going to talk about an anchor of another really, really good defense. Brooke Lopez is in the middle. I, I like what you said, Chris, uh, about the Cavs. You know, I mean, the Cavs have been top three all season long in that department. Yep. I do think Mobley and Allen, it's hard to, it's hard to pick. For a lot of folks, particularly right. people that haven't seen the Cavaliers a lot. Jim, let me ask you this, like as a big man, what is it about Mobley's footwork or his anticipation or his IQ or his instincts on that defensive end that makes him just this special at the tender age of 21? Yeah, I don't think it's that difficult, John. I think it comes down to commitment. He's totally committed to the defensive side of the ball, mm -hmm. even more so than his offense, which is growing every game. But uh, he's committed to doing his job on the defensive end, showing on picks, rotating back into the middle of the floor, shading guys who potentially might drive if they see him. You know, I haven't seen teams drive to the middle of the paint and right. not even look to shoot. They're looking for the outside man because our bigs are so dominating. But Mobley is a special player because he's got the combination of temperament, commitment, and tremendous length. Tremendous length and tremendous smarts on his approach to the game. Love it, guys. Chris, can you stick around? Yeah, absolutely. For Chris Fedor, straight ahead, we'll be back with Cavs HQ presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Audioverse. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. 
Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Here we are back on Cavs HQ presented by Bentway. John Michael filling in for Tim Alcor. Joined by Jim Jones and our featured guest here in the first half, Chris Fedor, beat reporter for Cleveland.com. We're talking a little bit about NBA awards. Chris is on the committee, if you will, as a vote as one of the esteemed media members. Chris, all right, coach of the year. Interesting topic coming into this season. Who do you like uh, in that department? So I have to lay it out. Guys, my criteria for coach of the year might be different than other people's criteria, and that's what I love about voting. But for me, it's who does more with less. I think you could look at Joe Missoula for Boston, right? But they have Jason Tatum and they have Jalen Brown and they have Malcolm Brown. That's a loaded roster. And I'm not saying that anybody could go there and lead them to the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and 44 wins at this point in the season. But I think the job that Joe Missoula has is a little bit easier than some of these other guys that that I'll mention that I give more consideration to at this point in time. I think there is a strong case for Jacques Vaughn, actually, of the Brooklyn Nets. He took over for Steve Nash. He had to manage a bunch of different personalities in the early going. And now all of a sudden, he's dealing with a completely revamped roster. And Brooklyn, he has kept Brooklyn together at a time that a lot of people in the NBA thought that the Nets were going to completely implode. So he's in the mix. But right now, I think he's behind Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings. Because for the Kings to be number three in the Western Conference right now, and I know that they added Sabonis and they've got more talent there, nobody expected Sacramento to be number three in the West at this point in the season, ahead of Phoenix, ahead of the Clippers, ahead of the Mavericks, ahead of the Warriors. And you want to talk about a great job instilling a culture, getting more out of that roster than anybody else has been able to. To me, it's Mike Brown right now. Yeah, I think Brown's the odds-on favorite. You know, the Vaughn situation is interesting. He said, hold it together. You know, at first, when Steve Nash got fired, it was almost like, make him, you know, get him going. I mean, right. this team, we were just wondering <laughs> what was going on. And we still don't know what we're going to see out of Brooklyn over the final 20 games of the season. You bring up Joe Missoula. We're going to catch up with Cedric Maxwell, an analyst for the Celtics in the second half. That's straight ahead for the Cavs, Missoula, and the Celtics on Wednesday night. But uh, Jimmy, Mike Brown's done a whale of a job, man. And that's a, you know, that's a fan base to me that's been dying for something to root for for decades. And they've been faithful and loyal and everything else. And man, they got a pretty nice club out there in Sacramento. Yeah, well, let me put it like this. There's an NBA team in Sacramento. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean I mean, once you go Light past the, the beam, Lakers, Jimmy. Light right. the beam. No, but think about it. If it you know, it's uh, it's the Warriors or it's the Lakers, and it's, and it's been that way. Now, all of a sudden, you got Brown, who's uh, always been a solid coach and could always relate to his players. And I think uh, one of the things on his resume that resonates strong is two things. He was with Steve Kerr and also that he was able to deal with LeBron James. I think those two things in itself have gotten him the job. But Mike has always been a student of the game, and he's always had a way with young players. And I'm so happy for him. And he's my first choice. My second choice would be Missoula. With all the things they had going on there in Boston, nobody ever heard of this kid. 
And all of a sudden, his strategies after timeouts have been right on. So I'm excited. And guys, think about this. When you're talking about seeding, I understand that some people like poo-poo it every now and then. But in NBA history, if you're a top three seed in either conference, you're going to have a shot. And the Kings are a top three seed right now in the West. Since 2000, no team in the NBA has won the title with a seed lower than third. In NBA Mm. history now, Mm. Mm. only nine teams have ever made the NBA Finals with a seed lower than third. So if you're in the top three in either conference, you elevate yourself into a different kind of stratosphere. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? And and boy, that's fun to think about, too, when you look at how wide open this year is. You know, Mm -hmm. what an interesting season it is in the NBA. Chris, leave us with this. You cover this Cavalier team every single day. You're there with Jim and I, you know, at the practice facility, at every single game. Anything that surprised you, anything that just feels a little different about this Cavalier team, which is, you know, we know they played some terrific basketball. They're 14 games over 500 at, yep. at 39 and 25 as we come down the stretch. Anything that's been a little different this season that you've seen out of this team as you've covered this team now for a handful of years? Yeah, guys, I just think there's a level of belief in what they're doing. There's a level of belief that they can. And I think when you acquire somebody the caliber of Donovan Mitchell, he instills that belief in you. But I also think there's a belief in J.B. Bickerstaff and the style and that it's something that can work for this particular group with this particular group of personnel. And that, to me, matters a lot. You have to believe in in what you're doing. You have to believe that you have a chance. You have to believe that you can compete with teams like Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. And it's one thing to have the talent to do it, right? Like the Cavs' core four... A lot of teams around the NBA would take that core four of Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. Yep. So high-level talent has increased, but there's also a different level of belief that they can that you didn't sense in past years. Chris, great like job. It. Hey, We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll catch up with you uh, in Boston on Wednesday night. Sounds good, Thank guys. Thank you, Chris. Thank yep, you. you great it. stuff. All right, we'll step away. More Cavs HQ presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Audioverse in the second half. Cedric Maxwell will talk Cavs Celtics up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. At last night's game, as part of the Cleveland Cavaliers Black Heritage Celebration presented by Crown Royal Regal Apple, the Cavaliers recognized trailblazers in the space of STEM. Last night's community GIF diff maker of the game was Neo STEM director, Miss Ebony. The community corner for last night's game showcased STEM lab refurbishments in Northeast Ohio, and students from Akron Public Schools and area Cleveland Metropolitan School Districts were present at the game. Cavs in the Community is brought to you by Discount Drug Mart. We'll be back with more Cavs HQ presented by Betway right after this on the Cavaliers Audioverse. That's how you accelerate. This time, the fast break opportunity. Maxi can't hit a shot. Tatum, skip pass. Horford for three. He made it! <laughs> Al Horford, his fifth three of the night, and the Celtics have the lead by two. Man, kill him. Kill him, Bill Gale. Kill him. 90 seconds left. White inbounds it to Smart. On the run, it's Tatum. Tatum for three in the game. Oh! Yes, sir! With 1.3 seconds left. No timeouts for Philadelphia. Cavs HQ presented by Betway right here on the Cavaliers Audio Verse. John Michael filling in for Tim Alcorn. Joined by Jim Jones. Jim, second half, featured guest, Cedric Maxwell of the Celtics, one of our favorite. Cedric, welcome in. How you been? I am doing just fine, gentlemen. I'm actually sitting here on the street of New York. We're here. We play the Knicks tonight, and I can't find my room, so I'm a, a person on doing the zoom call with you so <laughs> take it'll take some time you know jim jim will tell you you get old man you we, we might need to put some uh, uh breadcrumbs out to get back home <laughs> i'll find it eventually <laughs> max let's talk a little bit about the lot of thing to talk about but in, but in particular are you surprised that joe Mazzula and the way that he's handled his team and to, to have gotten him this far no, I'm really not. I think he's done a great job. I think because people don't know who he is uh, and he doesn't smile a lot. He's not like Doc Rivers. You're going to be, you know, back and forth with the media. Uh, but yeah. he understands his players and his players love him. And people have been complaining and said, well, you know, Joe Mazzuto doesn't call timeouts. He does not know how to diagram plays. Well, in the last Philly game, he called a great play for Jason Tatum, last shot to win the basketball game. So I think he understands, and he understands his players, and he's just not caught up in all the media hype 
that we're called up into about do you like me or or do I feel a good good about this? He just wants his players to win. And what a wonderful show your Celtics and Sixers put on the other night. What a fantastic game in front of a national audience. What was it about Joe at the age of 34, you think, Cedric, that enabled this front office to say, yeah, we trust this guy in a really, really tricky situation that he had to step into this year? Well, I just feel that, you know, when when you looked at him, I think he understood what the game was about, how to play it. Brad Stevens was more convinced about it because he was with Brad. He's been with Brad for a long time. So Brad is, uh, you know, he's the one, you know, getting the groceries right now for this team. And he decided at that time that Joe Mazzula was going to be a really good pick for what he what he wanted to do for this, this club. You know, Max, when you look around and you look at the Celtics, they're almost indefensible. You've got two super players. Talk a little bit about those two players, Jalen Brown and, of course, Young Tatum, who's in the running, I heard, for MVP. Well, I, I think if you look at both the guys, what they are is that they love playing with each other. Uh, at one time, everybody said, well, break these two guys up. They're too much alike. But then they came to each other's defense and said, look, we like each other. We want to play with each other. We're going to make it work. And when they said that, everything kind of took off. What the players, all the other players, and everybody in the organization understand that these guys are running the club. And because of that, and the belief in it, and the belief they have in their their bench and the players around him, they bought into it, and I think everybody else has bought into it because they all understand what those two guys mean for this team. Corporate, you mentioned the bench. Man, you have Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, Grant Williams all coming off the bench. I mean, what's your comfort level? Is this the deepest team that, I mean, in the Tatum-Brown era that Boston has seen? Absolutely. I think it is. When you think about Derek White, who has started for the Celtics for a while, and then he became player of the week. Think mm -hmm. what, he, what he did. And then now he's back to the bench. Brogdon, who is, was the rookie of the year at one time, play, has played extremely well. He's bought into what everybody wants to do. And Grant Williams has really been a guy who's just filled in all the blanks. So when you have those guys, and then you didn't even talk about Muscala, who is yeah. signed and who's playing well, Blake Griffin, who can give you uh, quality minutes off the bench. So, you know, you just have so many combinations. And in the NBA now, you need all those combinations. Because of that, uh, you know, this team isn't one-dimensional. Uh, if you look at them, you know, they got a bunch of guys who can score. They can put everybody on the floor to shoot the three. Al Horford, the other day against Philadelphia, the team seemed like they were down and out. Al Horford hits four threes in the third quarter and got them back in the game. So it's so many different pieces. They're young, but then they have veterans and they have guys who understand what they need to do to play this game the way it needs to be played to win. Yeah, you're all over it, Cornbread. They're my choice, you know, to be world champs at the end of the year. I think last year was a tremendous amount of experience, a, a chance to get some experience. But do they have any weaknesses, Brad? Do they really have any weaknesses? Uh, I think the biggest weakness is just them being being healthy. You think mm -hmm. about Rob Williams, who is a, a valuable part for him. He's been in and out of the lineup a lot. Uh, you know, another guy you didn't talk about is Marcus Smart, who to me is probably one of the best defenders they've had. I had a huge argument, not an argument, but just, going back and forth and, and talking to Mark Jackson about this. I said, Marcus, 
probably the best defender the Celtics have had under 6'5", maybe ever. And mm -hmm. Mark Jackson came back and hit me with, well, you know, Dennis Johnson was, you know, a great defender. I said, yeah, but I, he said, I played against Dennis. Well, I said, I played with Dennis. And I said, well, he said, Dennis, Dennis, you know, he will put his hands on you. I said, exactly the point. I said, what would happen if Marcus Smart was able to use his hands the way they used it in the 80s and the 70s? He'd be that much better of a defender. And last year, he was, player, he was defensive player of the year. We'll take a real quick break. Great stuff, Cedric Moore with Cedric Maxwell. Right after this on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway, right here on the Cavaliers Audioverse. Mitchell got it to Allen. Allen back to Mitchell. Back to Allen, and he stuck it home. Smart on the left side against Garland. Spins around Garland. Shot rejected by Allen. Garland at the other end. Love! And on the slam, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, what a pass by DG. Cavs by one. 114-113. It'll be smart to pull the trigger over on the far side. Got it into Brown. Brown will shoot it over Wade. Big bounce, no! Cavs win! Cavaliers win! 114-113. Welcome back to Cavs HQ, John Michael and Jim Jones. We're joined by Cedric Maxwell, who does a terrific job as the analyst on Boston Celtics Radio, the Cavs and the Celtics, set to meet up on Wednesday night. Cedric, when you take a look at the Cavaliers, they have that young core, but let's talk that front court of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. When you see that combination, what do you think? We're always interested in an outsider's perspective. Of what do you see out of those two young bigs? Well, Mobley, a guy... I think more of a scorer can shoot the basketball. Allen, more of a defender. And what you have is two great rim protectors. Uh, you get by one, then you got to start. You got to deal with the other one coming towards the rim. And that, that's what makes them really tough. When you have guards who push up on you and you're able to attack the rim, but then you have those two shot blockers, they create situations that make it eh, sometimes a little antsy for those bigs to, to, to attack the rim or smaller guys to go into paint. You know, before the season started, and, you know, you and I were talking about Donovan Mitchell, and you shut me up and said, no, Jimmy, no, he can <laughs> really play. And I said, yeah, he, no, he can really play. <laughs> Talk a little Jim, bit about Donovan Jim, Mitchell. Come on, Jim, the man's a stud over there. You know, that that's what it is. You, you really didn't give up that much to get him in that situation. Uh, Sexton, nice player, but Mitchell is, man, Mitchell to me, not only is a great player, but boy, smart as a whip. And if you sit down, if you sat down and talk to him, he understands the game. It's really funny. Kind of a, a connection with him was the fact that his father played baseball at UNC Charlotte back in the day. Oh, so I got okay. to talk to him. I, I did not know that. And then somebody told me. So it's just, uh, you know, he, he's, he's strong. He's athletic. He's determined. And he's a guy who could have played during the 80s because he has some of that asinine in him. And, and I like that. <laughs> uh, you go When you go at him, he's coming back at you. And not only did he, you know, he play that way, but he talks that talk. And for yes. me, I, I love guys who are able to back up what they have to say. And he, he's a guy who looks like he can do it. Senator, you anticipate almost my next question. I'm asking this to you and Jim. Does he remind you, Donovan Mitchell, of anybody or any players in your era? Ooh. That's pretty good. He's stronger. He's quicker. Uh, he, you know, obviously look at the range that he shoots on, but I'm I'm trying to think anybody 
he reminds me of with his, you know, he reminds me of, um, you know, so far as taking the ball to the hole and you guys won't like this, but he was a former Cavalier and, uh, and you guys sent him down to um, Phoenix, I think. Uh, I think you guys had um, Johnson. Did you Kevin not have Johnson. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Johnson, a guy who will take that ball to the cup, attack the rim with dunk on you, would shoot over you. Man, so he reminds me of that. And he's so explosive. You know, anytime a guy walks the way he does, almost like he's pigeon toes. Right. You know, <laughs> you, know there's something, you know there's something different about that dude. You them dudes like that when they're pigeon toed or their feet go out like the Brian when he's walking. Man, them guys are athletic as hell. And and if you watch him walk, you're going already, yo, yo, man, this kid coming in right now is a beast. So so watch out for him. Sammy, before we let you go, you know, Jim mentioned that he likes the Celtics uh, to potentially win the whole thing this season. It's been phenomenal to me that the Bucs have won 14 games in a row, and yet somehow the Celtics have remained on top of the East. Uh, most folks think that that's, uh, you know, that's going to be the look in the Eastern Conference Finals. Should that be the case, how do your Celtics match up with Giannis and the Bucs? Well, the Celtics match up well with them. I think Celtics can shoot with them. And obviously trying to contain a guy like uh, Giannis is going to be a problem for you. But I, I like the Celtics' chances if they can get there. Uh, you know, I think you look at Giannis right now. He's been back and forth battling a, a little bit of knee stiffness or tendonitis. I don't know what's going on there. But if both teams are healthy, completely healthy, I like the Celtics a little bit more because I think they're a little bit more explosive than the Bucks are. Cedric, we always appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, continue. Thank success. you, sir. Uh, great job there on the radio. We appreciate you. Well, if, you, I can just, if I can just find my way back to my damn room, I'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Thank you. Talk to you later. <laughs> Grab an Uber, said. Just they'll take you home. They'll figure out where you are. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got to do what I do. You got to write the number of your room in the in the palm of your hand. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I put the whole envelope in my pocket because if I pull the key out, there's no chance I can remember the, even the floor, let alone right. what room we're in. Jim, that's going to be a fun matchup on Wednesday night. Cavs, Celtics. You know, the Celtics continue to play just some brilliant basketball right now. Hey, let's not forget too. Cavs are two and zero against Boston this year. A couple of overtime wins should be a fun one in Boston. Yeah, totally agree with you. And one of the reasons is because. We match up with them, you know, as far as having dominant players or, or dominant position, our backcourt versus their wings. Uh, you know, we sort of match up. And then, of course, the what Horford and Williams do for them in the paint is what our two towers do for us. So I just think those have been good matchups for us. They've had problems, uh, John, really trying to slow us down. Yeah, they have. Uh, yeah, Celtics team, they goes eight strong, as we talked about with Cedric Maxwell, certainly a, a tester for the Cavs coming up on Wednesday night. All right, we're going to step away. We'll be back to wrap things up right here on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Audioverse. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Back for our final segment on Cavs H2, presented by Betway. John Michael filling in for Tim Alcorn, joined by Jim Jones. Jimmy, good to be back on the air with you once again. Also, uh, good to see this Cavalier team playing such terrific basketball. The Cavaliers 39-25 and 25 in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. The backbone, Jim, this season has been defense. You know, the Cavs have been top three all season long in terms of defensive rating, in terms of what you've seen out of this Cavalier defense, where does it start? I mean, obviously the paint, Mobley and Allen do such a wonderful job, but it's more than that uh, as this team really has been consistent on that end all season long. Yeah, they have, John. And when they become uh, ultra successful at their defense quarter to quarter, you know, they can beat anyone. And I think they believed that now. I didn't think they believed it the first 25 or 30 games, but I think they honestly believe, hey, look, it. no matter how fast these teams want to play, no matter what opportunities we get in transition, we got to remember that we have to be able to set our defense. And I think that's finally getting to them, and they understand that this style of play, based upon their personnel, is the only way for them to win and be successful. And, you know, JB's been talking consistency. You know, that's yeah. been his thing. Yeah, no question. And, you know, when you look at the other end, we knew that the pairing of Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland was going to be one to watch all season. We also knew that it wasn't something that was going to happen overnight. And we saw during the seven-game winning streak right before the break that that chemistry and that, you know, the, the way that they work together, not just with each other, not just scoring, but also feeding their big men, also getting the ball inside they were really starting to find something. And again, there are bumps in the row. There are some ups, there are some downs. There will continue to be. But here we are about 50, 60 games now into that partnership. Games that they've played together, that is. And I think we're starting to see something. Are you seeing the same thing, Jim? Yeah, I, I am. Our bigs are playing because they're getting more touches. You know, when Donovan was out, we were forced to give them more touches because then they really started double-teaming Garland and 
our bigs are falling into the pocket. They became decision makers, either score or else find the open man. And it sort of gave them some some confidence, so a real confidence, because when Donovan came back, both guards were trying to find these big guys. I had a talk with Norm Nixon before the season started, and he's a guard now. He's telling me, he said, make sure you get your bigs involved. <laughs> I said, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, no. He slapped me twice in the conversation. He said, no, no, Jim, you got to get your bigs involved because you guys have had got a chance to really go far in the playoffs if you can get these guys some touches. And you got to give them to them now because if you give it to them later, they won't have the confidence to perform. I, he said, so you got to give them touches. Oh, as soon as the season starts, JB said, hey, look, it, I'm not worried about our backcourt. We just got to make sure our bigs get touches. So that's been the thing, John. And if you look at their numbers, both of those kids' numbers, in the last 10 to 12 games, they're double-doubles almost every night. Yeah, what what makes that so hard to do, Jim, when you talk, I don't know, when you get out there on the floor, it seems so easy, right? It's, all, it's almost like when you say, that, don't turn the ball over, right? Be careful with the basketball. It seems sure. easy. It's nice to talk about, but it's not always the easiest thing to do. When we say get the big guys involved, get them the basketball, what makes that harder than maybe it seems when you just talk about it? The main thing, John, is how these kids have learned the game. And most of them have learned the game from outside in, not inside out. And what happens is they look at themselves as being the top priority. So when they jump on the basketball court, well, let me get mine first. And then they're running into these roadblocks and where these teams are building these big defensive walls and they can't understand why they can't get to the rim. Why? Because they've never established their big players, so they're not a threat. So the defense just forgets about them and they can concentrate on slowing your guard play down. And that's what was happening the first 20 games with us. And so what happens now is that you have to get your bigs involved. And that's what Jokic is about. That's what uh, Draymond is about. You can run your offense through your bigs. You almost have to, especially when your backcourt are shooting guards, not necessarily assist guards, but shooting guards. If your bigs can play mate, if your bigs can distribute the ball, John, and get behind what we call the secondary part of the defense where your big gets the ball, someone slips behind the defense, you throw them an alley. We call that secondary offense. If you can get to that level, now you can compete with the big boys offensively. And we've been doing that more and more often, letting our bigs become playmakers. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's a related question, Jim. We've seen the chemistry between Mobley and Allen. And, you know, you hearken back to when Mobley was drafted Folks around the league were saying, well, wait a second, can Mobley play alongside Allen? Can two seven-footers coexist? Not only because of his skill could he coexist, the Cavs threw another seven-footer in that starting lineup with Miles <laughs> Margaret. And all three of those guys were just fine. What have you seen about the chemistry of Mobley and Allen as this as their time together has progressed? They're now into their second season. But man, oh man, again, something that, you know doesn't always work a couple of seven footers alongside each other and it's not like one's you know a rangy guy it's not like Mobley's out there shooting threes and hitting threes it's not like an inside out type thing where you have a stretch four or a stretch five they both are big men but they've made it work why well when you're a coach and you look at them play the question then becomes can they play together then you put in some offense and you start talking to them. You try to develop a strategy offensively and defensively so they can stay out of each other's way. And they're committed to it, John. They want to play together. And I think that is the denominator. They want to play together. 
Jalen Brown and Tatum, they wanted to play together, even though their games are very similar. Same situation here. And I think it's a credit to the coaching staff and it's a credit to the kind of temperament, the kind of players you have to have in this league who are willing to sacrifice. Jim, love the insight. Always great catching up. Thanks for putting up with me again for a while. <laughs> oh, no, John. Hey, it's always great to hear the best announcer in Cavs history. Thank you again. <laughs> we appreciate you. For Jim Jones, this is John Michael filling in for Tim Alcorn. This has been Cavs HQ presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Audioverse. Thanks for listening. Good night, everyone. traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.